This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am V-Lord GTZ, and with me today I have Allison. Hey guys, I think I've been on the My Hero Academia podcast more than dumb weebs this year. I think so, just because we haven't had that many dumb weebs episodes lately. Yeah, I gotta kick your ass to get more episodes out. I mean, that's Laser's fault. Oh. Speaking of which, Laser Kid is with us. Hello, I do need to edit more episodes of Dumb Waves, it's true. I will continuously remind you every time you're in Valheim, then. <laughs> you probably need to do that, yes. Yes, because we also have with us... Hello. J-Mac. Wait, you mean to tell me he's been spending all that time fucking playing fucking Valheim instead of editing Dumb Waves? To be fair, I have been playing Xenoblade Definitive Edition instead of doing more productive things. It's okay. I've just been uh, dying in math and science hell for the last few months and my only reprieve is doing Toku Tuesdays with the boys. See, that's school though, and that's important. Stay in school, kids. Yes, stay in school. Don't go to Valheim. It ruins your life. Just ask me. <laughs> you, you heard it here, folks. Valheim is a trap. It's there to suck you in and never let you Indeed. out. Yes. Mm. But we are here today because Anaplex USA announced something interesting today, of which is March 16th to date this podcast. Why are we dating it? Because we have a crush on it. I mean, the yes. day that it got announced is the day it got announced, so eh. Yeah, I mean, you could probably figure that out if you just looked up the news and found the date. Oh, I, yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> but yes, anyways, Anaplex USA, Anaplex of America, and Funimation announced today that Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie, Mugen Train, will be opening in theaters in US and Canada on April 23rd. It will be screening with, with Japanese, with English subtitles, and with an English dub. And there will also be a few 4DX screenings and IMAX screenings in select areas. What's 4DX? 4DX is like, um, when there's like actual, like, uh, physical effects to the movie so like the seats will shake or there'll be like uh, tiny like water like mist effects it actually can be like pretty cool i went and saw detective conan zero the enforcer in 40x a few years back it was uh, like a part of like anime expo's 40x like screening event you were watching that right when my plane was landing it was fun <laughs> yes yeah, 40x amaral yeah, it, it was a really fun screening. I actually recorded a podcast about that a long time back, so you could go listen to that over on Manga Mavericks. But I think Mugen Train would actually be really cool in 4DX, and I'm glad that they're going to be doing them in the U.S. as well, though I doubt it's going to be anywhere near I- I'm at. I'm, it's probably going to be like in L.A. at like like the Regal at L.A. Live, or a place that has a big 4DX theater. But Going to theaters is not going to be the only way 
you get to watch this movie because luckily there's also going to be a digital release of the movie on June 22nd. Aniplex will be releasing the film digitally on Apple TV, the Microsoft Store, Vudu, Google Play, PlayStation Store, and Amazon. And pre-orders for that will be starting on April 26th on Apple TV, Microsoft, and PlayStation specifically. And then sales for the actual theater screenings will be available on Funimation's website starting on April 9th. Oh boy, you know what that means, boys. June 22nd. Yeah. Yeah, and this isn't too surprising considering the day before this was announced, the official website for Demon Slayer in Japan had announced that the movie would be coming to Blu-ray and DVD on June 16th in Japan, and that that release would also be including English subtitles. So that was kind of a given that, hey, maybe they're going to uh, let this movie get released over here. Especially digitally, because I think digital was the big, like, uh, what if in the equation. Yeah, you're, yeah, Japan's pretty anal about letting people buy anything digitally, because, oh no, people will pirate, even though pirating will happen regardless of whatever they do. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, But luckily... It does seem like once that Blu-ray is out in Japan, they're going to have no qualms releasing it digitally here since, like, literally the week later, it's coming out digitally in the U.S. So that's good to see. But before we discuss this further, there were two separate trailers released for this. Uh, One trailer that was Japanese with English subtitles and one that was English dub. And we are going to react to both of them. So once everyone has those popped up, we will count down and watch them. I'm ready. So which one are we doing first? The Japanese with English subs. Yeah, let's get the best one out of the way. I mean, I think they're both going to be good. I mean, eh, Tanjiro is better in Japanese, I think. I mean, I I like them both. But anyways, is everyone ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. We will count down. Three, two, one, go. And then we'll hit play. Okay. Three, two... One, go. Why is this rated R? It's not like there's sex in it. The train is too sexy. God, I love I love the use of Homer here. So good. Help, I'm crying again. Yeah, this this is really hitting the feels. Shimono. Yeah, I'm feeling it.
Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty solid. Uh, yeah, that Indeed. was pretty decent. I'm so ready, V1. I want to cry again. Yes, but before we cry, let's also watch the dubbed version. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's. Yeah, let's get this over with. Allison, you don't seem very enthusiastic. I just don't want to know why it's rated R. And blood, guts, viscera, language. As it says right there on the R tag, violence and bloody images. But is it any more bloody? Either way, is it any more bloody than a PG-13? But I mean... Probably not, but oh my gosh, it's that it's that Japanese thing. We gotta protect them children's. But anyways, starting, three, two, one, go. To die while in the rapture of a dream. A blessing indeed. I definitely like Enmu's English voice quite a bit. I have to He sounds like a Jojo villain, so that's good. I mean, he kind of looks like a Jojo villain. He kind of does. Exactly. Welcome home, Tondro! Eh, I'm still not feeling him, guys. We're in danger! Oh no, I think Zach Aguilar does fine. I think he does quite well. What an ugly mess. That was not the voice I expected from Rengoku. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rengoku sounds pretty good. So does Inosuke. Nezuko, I will protect you. Or Zenitsu. Zenitsu sounds good, too. It's really just Tanjiro, to be honest. Zenitsu sounded way deeper than I remember. Yeah, Zenitsu sounded off. <laughs> Alex Lay's been, uh, buffing up, I guess. Okay, uh, Zach did really well on the screen there, I think. Oh, okay. hell yeah. Why great. is Zenitsu's voice like that? What the hell was that? That is a good question. That is probably my biggest question out of that. It, oh, I'd almost say it was, it was like, did they recast him? No, they didn't recast no, him. No, it's it's still Alex Lay. They announced it's Alex Lay, so... I guess it's just for that moment, it might be... It might be uh, Zenitsu going into full simp mode. Oh, yeah, that could be it. But even when he's in full simp mode, he has a different voice. He... That, what? He ascended to the next level of simp, <sighs> Jamie. He is super simp level two. Super simp level two. I see. Two. But one thing I do want to discuss, since we already kind of talked about a little bit, is the R rating on this film. Why is it R? That's what I'm kind of wondering too, to an extent, because I, I do get like, yeah, it's violent. There's quite a bit of death and all that stuff, but... Is it any more violent than any, like, PG-13 film like J-Max said? And I, I do feel like I wonder if it will be detrimental to how it does in theaters here. Because I feel like there are probably some younger fans of Demon Slayer that are under 17 that, let's face, I don't think they're going to want to go to this film with well, their parents. Well, it's more that their parents aren't going to want to take them to it. It's not that they were not going to want to. It'll be the other way around, because they'll want to see it, their parents will see the R rating, and be like, nah, fam. I mean, people take their babies to see Deadpool, so I don't see because why Because those are babies and not children. Yeah, I mean, I, I do remember there was one couple that brought their baby to uh, the movie Us when I saw Oh my god! Yeah, but there, that's a di there's a difference between, there's a difference between a literal baby and, like, a 12-year-old, and adults make different decisions based on that, and it's, as dumb as it is, I'm not gonna... That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, like, I do wonder how that will affect sales and maybe, like, Aniplex's factor that in. Because, like, obviously, they know the rating beforehand. I mean, they. I mean, at this point, Aniplex Japan doesn't really care. They made their money in Japan. They beat fucking Studio Ghibli. They don't gotta worry about international theaters at all. Yeah, I mean, like, it's still a factor. Because, like, you don't want to lose money on putting it in theaters. But, like, there, there is, like... Very little to lose here. Well, I mean, I think... I'm not sure what how much you're going to lose overall with the pandemic going on. I mean, they won. They they beat fucking Spirited Away in the box office. They they don't really have much to lose. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that like the digital is coming out so soon after the theatrical release, it's I think their assumption that they're assuming that the theatrical release is not going to like do gangbusters. They aren't expecting probably. DBZ Broly out of this. They're probably just expecting, like, okay, uh, it'll have moderate sales. It'll probably do as well as, like, Heaven's Feel Movie 3, um, because that came out, like, within the midst of the pandemic, too, and that still did quite well. I could imagine doing around that numbers, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that the deal probably was like, well, we'll put this on digital, but you gotta wait till it comes out on Blu-ray in Japan, because we don't want people pirating it in our country. Yeah, I'd see that being the case, because, like, the dub has been done for a while. I think the biggest factor has just been they don't want to release it in theaters when it just will absolutely not be able to go everywhere. And, like, they don't want to also... I guess, like, they they can't do it if, like, it's not out in Japan on Blu-ray, like, digitally, because, like, Anaplex Japan won't let them. So it's kind of like a rock-in-a-hard-place type situation. Yeah, because it came out in, like, uh, I don't know, Australia recently, too, but Australia's kind of smaller and doesn't have as many pirates as USA does. Well, I mean, it's not only that, it's also COVID restrictions and all that. Yeah, and even without restrictions, even without restrictions, people would probably be a little worried, like, I'm not even sure if I want to see this in theaters, and I want to see it, obviously, because I love Demon Slayer to pieces, but not sure if I trust movie theaters yet. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably see it in theaters, because... I mean, someone has to cover it for the podcast, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I'd say, like, if you're, if you're still high risk or if you don't feel safe going to a theater, which is 100% understandable, yeah, don't, don't go see this in theaters, wait for the digital release, and I think they have taken the best route here in Aniplex of America by having that, like, digital release date be, like, announced alongside this so that people are aware that that option's gonna be there. Yeah, they probably wanted to avoid hate mail, too. Yeah, I mean, if, like, you look at the, their comments and stuff on stuff, there are people that have been very unhappy about even, like, say, the Fate Stay Night movie coming out during the pandemic. And even on build-up tweets to this announcement, there have been similar concerns. So I think it's something that they haven't been blind to. I mean, I think, like, if it weren't for barriers with, like, Aniplex in Japan, like, they would probably have released this movie digitally by now. The reason it's being released digitally after the theatrical release is as explained, like if it was released digitally before they released it as a Blu-ray, the worry of piracy would go up a lot by vastly. But I, I'm wondering if they're just, because Japan's stance on the pandemic has been weird at best. Like they've mostly ignored it. <laughs> Um, and I'm wondering if that's why it's happening like this. And they might also be hoping that it's just done by then. 
They seem fairly better about the social distancing rules out there, though. Yeah, I mean, like, they've been going in and out um, in Japan as far as COVID goes, because they were in lockdown for quite a while and it did go down. But then there's been, like, spikes and then de-spikes and stuff like that. So it's been it's been very fluctuating. I, but I think the main factor about waiting for digital in this case was just the fact that they don't want to release it digitally until that Blu-ray is out in Japan. Because, yeah, then there's always the concern, like, okay, once it's out digitally, someone's going to rip it and dump it online, and that's going to deter people from going and seeing it. I mean, people are already going to do that. The best rips are always after the Blu-rays come out. Well, yeah, but th- that's the thing, though. They don't, like, say, like, they did a digital before the Blu-ray was out in Japan. There would probably be less people in Japan that would actually buy it on home video. So that that's, like, the fear there from their logic. Yeah. Though, in the case of Demon Slayer, it really is not that big of a deal because it's already made <laughs> tons of money. It's yeah, boosted it the entire Japanese economy. Yeah, I don't. Also, without being it that popular, they're going to have sales. They're going to have good sales. I don't know if they need to be worried. Yeah, it's 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 a very arbitrary reason, but it's it's how they usually go about this. So yeah, it's it's not surprising, but I'm glad that like we are finally getting a clear digital release and also theatrical release because I do like seeing anime movies in theaters, even if now is probably not the best time to go mm-hmm. see a movie in theaters. Yeah, tickets are probably worse these days than they were before. That's the same price, as far as I can tell. At least in my area. Yeah, but you're, like, from Rich Boy Town. That means it's charging more. (laughs) If you're in a a more affluent area, your tickets are going to be way more expensive. I mean, like, you don't... I mean, you can, like, buy a ticket and not have to worry about, okay, I budget enough, I'll have some food for the rest of the month, if that makes any sense. I mean, if... If I was at that position, like, I probably shouldn't be seeing the movie in the first place. <laughs> Don't see the Demon Slayer movie if you need money to eat. Yeah, <laughs> even if you're paying, like, 20 bucks to see it, which is way more than you probably need to. Like hey, most- hey, hey, just remember, you're paying 20 bucks as opposed to the 30 bucks that Disney expected you to pay to see the train wreck that was Mulan. Ooh, I mean, you are not wrong. Yeah, but like twenty bucks would be a really expensive ticket. Like the most expensive tickets I've heard of are in that price range. Most places are like ten ish. For some reason, they charge way more if you buy it at home and print it out. I don't know why. Well, yeah, I mean the logic is if you buy it at home, you're watching it with multiple people, or you can watch it with multiple people. Yeah, so they're trying to re- recoup their quote unquote loss. No, I mean yeah. like I meant like buying the ticket at home and like getting the code on your phone and then wait. So literally, just buying the ticket online. Yeah, like buying the ticket online, they send like a QR code shit or whatever to your telephone. I usually just get it on my text phone line because it's easier. I just click the link and it shows up. Don't like all movie theaters do that now. Yeah. yeah. I think it also has to do with, uh, like, transaction processing fees that they can offload onto you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually, like, whatever whatever transaction client you do, they have to take a cut. So That's, that's so stupid. Oh, yeah, if you're using a third party, like Fandango, that's totally what happens. Yeah. I, I usually don't deal with that since I have, like, AMC A-List pre-pandemic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, for anime movies, like, I usually buy all my tickets online. Because you never know which screens are going to sell out and which ones won't. 
Yeah, but, yeah, but like even the fancy pantsy monthly subscription theater bullshit doesn't cover the anime movies, and that's like mostly what I go see out there because Japan's like, no, oh, we won't put this on Netflix. So the only way you can see this shit is if you go watch it in a theater or wait. Well, yeah, I mean that's because they're limited run movie yeah. screening style. I don't know about where you're at, but the theater chain out, the big theater chain out here. They don't include it, but they don't completely discount it. It basically they they cover you for what a normal ticket would have been at that rate, and then you pay the overcharge basically. Yeah, that's kind of the same over here. Like there are actually certain movies that do get covered on under like AMC A list that are anime. Like I think when Broly was in theaters for quite a while, then it became like A list like compatible. But when it was first in theaters, it wasn't because that was part of like a more limited run so it's like a case-by-case basis thing and then if say like it's a fathom event or something like that oh yeah fathom events uh (laughs) those are never covered yeah the fact that theaters host fathom events at all is a a charity that the theater is doing (laughs) and i don't mean like an actual like you know charity charity it's just they're doing it because they can (laughs) yeah basically yeah, I think a lot of the theater runs are those ones, but that, because I guess they're like the foreign movie runner company or whatever the fuck, so the tickets are always more expensive. Yeah, I mean, movie movie theaters are definitely, I'm not going to say that they're cheap. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of the usual shit you'll buy for, like, regular movies and shit, they'll just go on Netflix or whatever in, like, a few months. Yeah, and this is something you brought up earlier, Allison, and do you feel it would have been a better idea to put this on, like, say, Netflix or, like, a streaming service, as opposed to just, like, digital purchase platforms? Yeah, like, more people would be able to watch it because more people have Netflixes or Hulus or Amazon Primes, and they can just, like, watch it, get their pill on uh, whatever they want to watch and write a review on it, and, like, Japan will get their money... Probably not as much as theater, but, like, they would get more people to watch it legally than they would by limiting it only to, like, theaters. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm, I'm of two minds of it, because, like, I think from an accessibility standpoint, it would have been best, but I think they, they probably would feel that they aren't getting, I don't know, what, the amount of return they could have get on it. Because, like, obviously, Mugen Train... It's already made tons of money, but it could also make more money. Yeah, but, like, they already got their money in Japan, and Japan's, like, the home base. So, logistically, it shouldn't matter as much what all these foreigners will pay for it. It's Aniplex. It fucking matters to them. (laughs) I mean, Aniplex, we should just be happy that Aniplex isn't charging us $100 to see it at all. (laughs) You you have to buy the movie in like five parts, thirty dollars each. Don't don't tempt them, Anaplex. If you're listening to this, disregard what he just said. <laughs> yeah, ignore that. He know nothing got said. Everything is great with Anaplex, by the way. Sponsors of the podcast, please. Uh, yeah, but, uh, Anaplex. Yeah. If you you want to send us a review copy of Mugen Train, uh, hit me up. I uh, we'll, we'll give it a good review. I swear, we we actually will, please. But, uh, yeah, do we have any other thoughts about this before we hop out? Yeah, that song made me cry when I heard it on Spotify. Oh, yeah, Homura is such a good song. 
Oh yeah, now just the story alone, I know this this movie's gonna make me cry. Well, okay then. I guess let's plug her stuff and get out of here. So, Allison, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Meowth900 on Twitter. And uh, also on Dumb Weebs with V-Lord and Laser Kid. We talk about anime and manga. We haven't had a new episode in months, so I gotta kick Laser Kid's ass about that. But uh, other than that... Hit me up on Twitter and uh, Discord if you want. And uh, thank you and have a good day. And Laser, where can people find you to kick your ass? Well, you can find me to kick my ass on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, I'm also on the Dumbweed podcast when I'm not needing my ass kicked, when I actually edit my podcasts correctly. Uh, and you can also find me occasionally on the Toonami Faithful podcast, where on their website I also write editorial reviews when I also don't need my ass kicked. I just need my ass kicked. That's just that's just how it goes. Uh, poor laser in his ass. <laughs> my ass is on fire. <laughs> J Mac, where can people find you to remind laser's ass? <laughs> I don't know oh, how my no. ass became a part oh, of this, no. but that's great. Oh no. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> You Somebody can, killed me. You, okay. I don't want to live anymore. Okay, let's see if I can get through this in one go. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jmacafreak. I try to do nightly live streams. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at realjmacafreak. And just about everywhere else on the internet, you can find me as just regular old jmacafreak. That's YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, wherever else. Awesome. I did it. But yeah, definitely fall all of these folks they don't all do awesome stuff but if, if you're interested in what i'm up to you can follow me on twitter at vlordgtz and then i do a bunch of different writing related stuff first up some reviews of manga and light novels for all-comic.com and then tanami related editorials for tanamifaithful.com then podcast wise with jmac allison and laser i do the dumb weebs podcast on twitter at Pod, then also the Oversoul Shaman King podcast on Twitter at Shaman King Pod, and then my newest podcast, which is Saturday Night Shoggy, a podcast dedicated to Shogakukan published manga, which is on Twitter at Sat Night Shoggy. Then I occasionally pop up on the Tsunami Faithful podcast at Tsunami Podcast. And also Manga Mavericks at Manga Mavericks. So go check out all of those. But as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And we are on basically every podcast platform out there. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So just go look us up subscribe listen and enjoy but that does it for this episode so we will see you guys later